0: Welcome back to The Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of The Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Biebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley.
1: It is the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Aaron Sexton filling in for Matt. He is uh, on vacation, as you heard if you were listening in the first hour, in Paris, France. Matt uh, enjoying the Louvre last night, among other things, and uh, he said he found a bar in France where he'll be able to watch the Cowboys game. That'll be about 10 o'clock Paris time uh, when the Cowboys kick off tomorrow night, but He is in France. Aaron Sexton filling in for him. And we are happy to be joined by the sports director from KCEEN Channel 6, Curtis Quillen. And Curtis, first of all, I just saw this on uh, Twitter uh, a little while ago. Happy birthday, bud.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you,
1: Aaron. We won't ask how old you are. That's none of our business, but we do want to wish you a happy birthday. (laughs) And uh, thank you for coming on. And it's a a big, big week, week three of the uh, Texas high school playoffs. And it is a big week for the Central Texas teams with uh, a bunch of Central Texas teams advancing on to round three into this week's games. Uh, First of all, what's your game of the week this week?
0: You know, we're, we're deep enough in the playoffs that we don't have our full scoreboard show. So we don't have a, like a titled game of the week, but we've got our eyes on several games. I mean, obviously, the, the, the one that would pop out and that if we had a show would be our game of the week is China Spring in Carthage. And for obvious reasons, uh, the winner in this one probably can start looking at hotel rooms in Arlington for uh, the week before Christmas because this is probably who's going to come out of Region 3. And I would think that whoever wins Region 3 and 4A Division 2 um, is probably going to be the favorite in that state semifinal. And so this is a massive game because this is, you know, this is the best team that China Spring has played to date. Um, And outside of Gilmer, this is probably the best team Carthage has faced um, to date. And, you know, I talked to Brian Bell on Monday and he brought up you know when you when you watch film of your opponents you start looking at you start looking for weaknesses to be able to exploit and when you turn on Carthage film there aren't weaknesses that you can exploit and so it's a matter of how do you find ways to force Carthage into mistakes and how do you capitalize on opportunities they give you because this is not a Carthage team that is uh, unblemished, at, like in years past. I mean, against Rusk, Carthage turned it over seven times and somehow still won that game. That's a skill that I know a few college coaches would like to figure out, how to turn <laughs> the ball over seven, seven times and still be able to win. And so you've got to be able to weather the storm with them, and you've got to make sure that you you limit their opportunities as well. Um, another one is uh, Marlin and Toler. I think that this is a Toller team that is very, very good and would really like another shot at Crawford. Um, I know that you know Toller fans probably feel like they should have had that game against Crawford on the road, or when Crawford went on the road rather, and so they're going to have eyes on that rematch. But this Marlin team, Aaron, when I tell you this is the best Marlin football team I've seen in my six years covering football here, that's not an exaggeration. Ruben Torres not only won a playoff game for the first time there in six years, he's got these dudes as confident as anybody in the region. And there is a legitimate chance that Marlin could play Crawford next week in the regional final. And I don't think that that's a stretch to get there. You know, I mean, this is a really good Marlin team and don't forget, you you know, Crawford's got the early game against Italy there at Alvarado. uh, That's an Italy team. That's really, really good. And so you've got, you know the top two seeds in both District Seven and Eight left on the, on that front, and then obviously the in two A Division two the story is District Ten because Martin Wortham, Fremont and Chilton, uh, both of those games are interesting for other for you know how dominant is Mart in this go round and what's going to wind up happening next week with uh, you know back to back rematches to finish out the region.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a pretty incredible showing by 10-2-A uh, to get all four teams to the third round of the playoffs. And now, of course, they'll be playing each other for the next uh, two rounds of the playoffs. Um, and we saw, Martin last week, uh, I don't want to say it was a close game, but it was their closest game that they've had probably all season. And uh, that Celeste team really had a game plan going in of running the ball and play def- playing defense. And they had... a a big, talented running back that they were just going to run right at him and uh, limited Mart to just three plays in the first quarter. Mart, though, just so talented, so well coached, was able to pull away and and, and get that victory in the end. But um, is that kind of a blueprint for how you play Mart?
0: I mean, I think it is kind of a blueprint for how you play Mart, but I also think that there's one thing that, you know, Kevin Hoffman's always known about coaching at mart and I think it's something similar to what we've heard uh, from John Calipari back when he was at Memphis, and I think it still rings true now that he's at Kentucky. You know, you're going to get everybody's best shot because you are you're you're the guys, like you're the team to beat in that region, and so everybody wants to take you down. That's why all of these Houston teams take. You know, four-hour bus ride, these really good Houston teams, like Atascasita and Carolyn Dickinson for years, have taken the four-hour bus ride up to Allen because they want to be the ones to to have done the unthinkable win at Allen Eagle Stadium, which finally happened this year. Um, and last year, I think a lot of teams saw, okay, if you keep the ball out of Mark's hands, Roger L. Freeman can't can't hurt you because he he's, limited to just tackling, and so you just run it away from him, and I think they saw that with the Winthorse game there in the state final, and so um, I think everybody's starting to see, okay, let's see if we can't get the ball away from Mart and just run it and run the clock down, and I, you know, Hoffman knows that, okay, the first couple of drives, you're going to tell us what we're going to see in the game, and we can always regroup from there. I don't think that he's married to a script at all early in the early goings of games
1: yeah and and they're they're an offense that can they can pretty much do everything I mean if they need to run the ball right at you they can do that but they can also they also have a a really good passing game and and they can throw the ball too so it's it's it creates a a nightmare for opposing defenses now one of the best stories I think uh, in the playoffs in Central Texas is Riesel uh, they were the fourth seed in their district. They had to win their last two district games to make the playoffs, and here they are in the third round. Uh, they get the win over Van Fleck in week one and then beat Natalia 10-8 last week after getting down 8 to nothing. But uh, just, a, just a, a, a great, great run by the Riesel Indians.
0: And, Aaron, you mentioned that game last week. I mean, I made – between shows, I went down to Pflugerville and shot that game at the field, and that was an ugly – football game as was Riesel's game against Florence which I shot in week 10 and I think it's pretty safe to say at this point uh Riesel likes to play ugly football they like to play really physical football and at this point if they can muck up a game which uh, that kind of goes against Franklin's style this year so I'm very curious to see what kind of wrenches um Tyler Crowe's squad throws at the Lions on Friday. And I'll actually be at that game because I've got to stay close to the station and hard to get a game closer to the station than, uh, than Belton's Tiger field for us. And, um, you know, that's going to be a really interesting matchup. This is a Franklin team that really just kind of embarrassed everybody they played. And that's not a, a knock on Riesel, but, like, you know as well as I do, it is hard to beat a team twice in a year in football. And that's the task that Franklin has now to t- to try to eliminate Riesel. But man, what a what what a comeback from from Riesel! Stay alive against a Florence team that won a district game for the first time in ages. You know, you you upset Van Vleck in the first round, and that Natalia team had a lot of momentum because of you know that's a Mustang squad that was off of its first playoff win in what forty years, thirty eight years, and so this is this is a really good story, and I if there's one thing you know about high school football coaches, they're going to keep things close to the vest. I don't think we're going to find out what wrenches Tyler Crow is going to throw at Franklin Friday until they get the football for the first time.
1: Yeah, and it is, uh, you know, Franklin, obviously the number one team in the state for a reason. It seems like I, I talked to Coach Crow for his coaches show earlier in the week. Uh, you know, f- seems like Franklin is scoring 70 every week. But on the flip side of that, they're not giving up any points either. So it, it, is, a, it is a tall order coming up for the Russell Indians.
0: And you've got to remember, this is a team that lost because of details in the state championship game last year. A missed PAT cost in a state title. If there's one thing they've been stressing in the offseason, it's been the details. And that's honestly where football is won. The game is about blocking and tackling. But you've got to, you know, making, a, making an extra point in 3A is going to carry you a long way you have to create disruption against this Franklin team. And that's honestly the thing Riesel has done best the past few weeks is create disruption.
1: And the Lorena Leopards just keep rolling right along as well.
0: Man, Lorena's looking like the favorite in that region, aren't they? That is a loaded team. I think it's safe to say that the winner of this week's game at Texas State is probably the favorite in the regional final between Lorena and Columbus. I mean, that is a, that's a stacked matchup. It really is. And then, you know, Academy die ball is not exactly a, a slouch game either. And die ball is a team that it doesn't matter what year it is. It doesn't matter who the guys on the roster are. Die ball is going to make you need a massive ice bath on Saturday morning because they're that physical. This is, you know, this Lorena team is as, as good as any that I've covered in my time here. That is a, uh, that is a really good leopard ball club and they're going to have their hands full Friday afternoon. But you know, one thing that I've heard, I've, you know, talking to guys like Shane Anderson, I'm not sure if I'm, if I'm supposed to be saying this, but one thing talking to Shane Anderson when he was at Connolly was, you know, you play, you play Lorena and there's just going to be times that they throw stuff at you. You haven't seen on film because Ray Biles and his staff has so much coaching experience and so much coaching pedigree. That they're going to call a timeout, and you're going to have to figure out what they're drawing up in the dirt. And that's what's going to beat you, is whatever Ray and his staff have drawn up in the dirt. And so that this is going to be one of those where the Leopards just have to kind of, okay, what are what are we seeing from them? Kind of feel the game out, and then they should be fine from there. I do think that the Leopards have what it takes to get to a regional final. And at that point, you know, you're two wins from Arlington.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, uh, an all-around incredible week for Central Texas high school football, and I'm, I'm looking forward to so so many of these games. Let's talk a little bit about college football and Baylor with their uh, regular season finale Saturday, 11 a.m. at Tech. We'll have the pregame starting at 7 a.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a game Baylor, I think, is obviously the better team. There's no looking past Tech because it's the last game. Um what are your thoughts on the game, and and uh, do you think Baylor wins going away? Do you think it's a close game? Do you think Tech upsets them?
0: I think it's one of those – it's closer than people are expecting, um, and it really just kind of depends on, you know, what the mood is like in the locker room. Are they worried about the Bedlam game because that result matters for Baylor? Um, or are they really good about being able to block that out and understand that Bedlam doesn't matter for Baylor unless it beats tech. And this is a, you know, tech had a lot of adversity in this season. It fired its coach after what was it? Five straight losses. Um, and it's rallied to become bowl eligible. And I'm not saying that any of the teams that it's beaten since to become bowl eligible are, you know, world beaters are going to compete for new year six bowl bids, but, I mean, those, they, found their, they, they found their way into a bowl game. That means a five hundred record or better at the end of the regular season. And so you've got to remember, plus, guys, the checks are clearing from Texas Tech for a certain former Baylor assistant now. They're going to know a thing or two about what to expect. Um, and Sonny Cumbie is one of the most creative and motivating coaches in college football. He'll. it's kind of like what we just said about Ray Biles in Lorena. He's going to be able to draw up some plays on the clipboard that could make a difference for Tech. I think Baylor wins. I think it's closer than people are expecting. Um, but, you know, I think it's safe to say most Baylor fans are going to have their eyes on that 630 ABC game Saturday night. And Man, what a game that's going to be.
1: Curtis Quillen, the sports director for KCEN Channel 6, joining us. Curtis, we appreciate it. Again, happy birthday, and uh, we will talk to you next week as we uh, recap this weekend's high school action and get ready for week four. It should be a great, great weekend of high school football.
0: I'm excited. It's going to be a great one. I appreciate it, Aaron. Thank you, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family.
1: Thank you, and you too, bud. Appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Curtis Quillen from KCEN Channel 6. Coming up next, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about Baylor and Texas Tech coming up Saturday morning. We'll talk Cowboys coming up tomorrow at 3 o'clock or 3.30 on Thanksgiving. Plus, much, much more. It's the Matt Mosey Show. I'm Aaron Sexton filling in for Matt as he is in Paris, France, here on ESPN Central Texas.